Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill. I am your host, Van Lathan. On today's episode, a very, very special episode, I would say, we have Dovet Quince from The Biggest Loser, and we are going to talk about the weight loss demon that seems to be holding down and killing so many different people. Dovet is a trainer, a motivational speaker, a fitness expert, and someone who knows more about helping people uh, achieve health, uh, the wealth of health, um, than anyone else. I'm going to go a little bit in depth about into my personal story, and my personal journey with weight loss, and we're going to talk about how we together can empower each other to shed some pounds. Man, this is an important one to me. Uh, pop some pills. Listen, it's going to get very, very emotional. Let me know when we're rolling, Maddie. We're rolling. We are rolling on the Red Pill Podcast today. This is a very special podcast, brother. This is a podcast that's going to be very personal to me. I like it. Um, a podcast that people have really asked for. Uh, we are here with Dalvet Quince, um, trainer extraordinaire from The Biggest Loser. We all know Dalvet Quince, man. Give it up. Now, listen, I introduced you um, as being from The Biggest Loser because I guess that's where you gained national uh, exposure. Mm-hmm. How would you introduce yourself? Like, what's your what, – what, what, what do you put out there? I say – Fitness expert. Fitness expert. Um, entrepreneur. Mm. Author. Mm. All those titles. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, fitness expert is such a oversaturated, used word. I tend to stay away from it, although it was my first choice, but mm. it's the, the most immediate identity. Right. So I, I use it loosely. Right. So when you say fitness expert, what is, and you know, we've obviously seen what you've done, what you do on television. How do you, what's your strategy to helping people change their lives in terms of, of, of getting the bodies that they want and getting mm. their health right? Like, how do you come about it? How do you come at it? It's a great question. I approach changing their mind, not their body. Oftentimes people say, oh, I can make you do five more pull-ups than you're accustomed to having. I have no interest in that. My approach is your view of yourself, how you see yourself, and how you qualify what becomes important to you. And that's a mind change. It's not a physical change at all. So many people, and we're going to get to some specifics about this a little bit later in terms of my story, in terms of some people that I'm, I'm trying to help. So many people want to have a better body. They want to be healthier. Of course. They want to look different. They yeah. want to lose a little bit weight, lose a little bit of weight. But it's one of the things that, people seem to not be able to do for themselves Mm -hmm. as bad as they desire it. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like that's the truth? What's stopping people from getting where they want to go? People tend to get in their own way. Mm -hmm. People tend to want and not work. Yeah. People tend to put themselves in the same environment and they don't necessarily do the tools necessary in the beginning to become successful. They don't necessarily change an idea into moving. It just is there as an idea. I want to be a millionaire. It's just something that you say. Right. You know, but you don't have the necessary tools and or discipline or association to see to it that that happens. Right. So that makes sense. Oh, it absolutely makes sense. It makes sense. Personally, to me now, I, it, it's very hard, especially when you're 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 talking to someone and you feel uh, how badly they want something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how badly they want something, uh, and you can't really get them to get it for themselves. You know, yeah. um, for me personally, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but I want wow. to show you that. Wow. <laughs> That's me. And if you guys don't know what Dalvet is looking at, he's looking at the before and after pic that I put up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Now, I put this picture up on Instagram, and I put it up with the caption. And in the caption I told people, I said, uh, if you're going through this particular thing, mm-hmm. hit me in my DMs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it blew up. It, it, the, the stories that were in mm-hmm. the DMs, are heartbreaking mm-hmm. 
Some of them make you feel bad for people. Mm -hmm. Some of them make you want to just reach out and give people a hug. Mm -hmm. And I know how I felt in the before side of this. Mm -hmm. I know what was going through my mind. What I want to hear from you right now before we get to that is what led you to being who you are? What led you to wanting to help people achieve their goals of fitness? How did that become your inspiration? Um, someone asked me once to answer that question, were you ever overweight? Can you relate to people that are overweight? Sure. And my immediate response was no, I was never overweight, but I was in pain. Meaning that I think being overweight has its own emotional issues, mm-hmm. right? And I, my background, I come from emotional um, distress and issues that I overcame. So I knew if I could come out of whatever darkness it was emotionally, I could help anyone I I meet to come out of those issues as well, right? right? I I know the right tools that make me empowered and make me feel like there's nothing that's in front of me that I can't accomplish or overcome. So I knew that those tools, be it obesity, be it self-doubt, be it um, uh, wealth issues, be it um, self issues, I can show you ways to tweak that behavior and come out on the better side of that. Right, right. So it was just personal things that I went through that I know that I can give you to be like, okay, just do A, B, and C. Oh, that's how you see D. I got it. Right. So those strategies you feel like in an evergreen way are applicable to people that want to change their bodies as well. Pretty much anything. So why do we see so many people who have accomplished so much? Because in my DMs, there were people in there that were psychiatrists, Mm -hmm. that were doctors, that were attorneys, that were all of these things that had done all kinds of things. If you've seen this picture on Instagram, this transformation that happened for me uh, took about a year. Mm -hmm. It took about a year. Mm -hmm. Really, I had lost a bunch of weight at the seven or seven or eight month mark. Okay, so it took it. Did, it wasn't like going to undergrad, then grad school, right. then doing all of the things that some other people had done. W- what's different specifically in this specific test that seems to elude people? Like this thing changing your body. Is it a lifestyle choice that people aren't willing to make? Is it that people aren't willing to confront maybe some of the genetic demons that they have? I feel like we're, like if, if I could read you some of them, it, people are not seemingly able to get the body that they want. You have to put into your mind that this is important to you. Mm-hmm. People are successful at work. As a matter of fact, I, I interview people all the not interview people, but I help people out still via FaceTime, yeah, um, Skype. I, it was a young lady who is extremely successful, all right. but she's married to a guy who feels I need you to stay a certain weight. I need you to eat a certain way because I don't want other guys looking at you. Mm. She said to me, "Dalvet, I do extremely well in business." but I shy when it comes to my body. So the level of importance for her to just care enough to care for herself, she shuns that. She pushes it down. You know, you mentioned a lawyer, you mentioned doctors, you mentioned CEOs of companies, whatever it might be, they focus so much on what they do, not necessarily who they are. The fact that it took you a year to do that, that that means to me, you woke up every single day and you said, Van, do something. Van, make a change. Eat differently. Mm-hmm. Don't make the choices that you're, fr- you're out. You're hanging out with your, your boys. Y'all, you know, let's have a bit. Ah, I can't do that. Well, what do you mean you can't do that? Mm-hmm. Surely you can have a couple drinks with us and, yo, just eat these chicken wings, whatever. What up, bro? Yo, we having some. No, I can't do, I can't afford wow. that right now. That level of discipline made your friends, whether they told you or not, respect you. Because now you're the outlier. Now you're the different guy. Mm-hmm. Now you're the guy who's hanging out with them who won't drink. Yo, bro, so what are you doing exactly? Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. So now their interest is you're not like everyone else. Right. Is every, if everyone else is wearing that outfit, you look like everyone else. Right. This guy always coming in here wearing this. Right. Right? Yeah. You stand out. I'd rather be the person that stands out that people are always asking, well, how and why? Because mm-hmm. the successful ones always do. 
than the one that's in the group. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In order to be successful, you got to stand out and be comfortable with standing out. It's true. You know what's funny? I wrote down, because people always, people were asking me for like, you know, give them tips and stuff like that. I wrote down four or five things here that uh, helped me, like a mantra that helped me get hmm. through my weight loss. Okay. The second one is be a weirdo. Be a weirdo. And that's ex- that's exactly what you just said. Be a weirdo. You have to be a weirdo when you're doing this because remember, you're going to have to, like for me, I would go to the store, mm-hmm. I would get the salmon, and I would ask the guy up there, I was like, yeah, could you put it in five-ounce portions for me? Mm-hmm. So I needed to know exactly what mm-hmm. I was putting in my body. Mm-hmm. And to your friends, when they see you meal prepping, yep. when they see you, you know, the, the, the changing up the portions and when they see you going like drinking water all day long walking around with a sure. gallon jug and stuff like that sure you're gonna feel weird sure and it's gonna look weird but you have to be willing to be weird enough to be off the beaten path enough like you just said to change your life and it's not easy for everyone because a lot of this stuff this eating and all of this it's social Hundred percent. It's social. It comes, especially being for me. I'm from Louisiana, so it etouffee, etouffee, jambalaya, jambalaya, gumbo, all you of name this. it. Really, most of the social events in Louisiana involve sitting around and eating. Hundred percent. Crawfish boil, fish fry. Even when we on the Madden, all we're doing is sitting around all day long, waiting for different people to go get the Popeyes and bring back the fruit punch. But then the most successful people in life are a little weird. It's true. They operate at a different vibration, mm-hmm. right? They think a little different. When everyone else is, oh, dip, the game's on, I gotta sit and watch. They're in a room somewhere answering an email in China. You follow yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the norm. And so, in order to be different, you gotta behave different, mm-hmm. right? If you're doing the same thing, everyone else is drinking Coca-Cola at breakfast and you too grab that Coca-Cola, you're like everyone else. Mm-hmm. If you wanna be successful, you gotta behave differently, period. That's in weight, that's in life, that's in relationships. You gotta do what's the opposite of what everyone else is doing in order to stand out, what do you even feel, from your own self. What do you feel like is the biggest thing that you've overcome in your life? Probably, I'm still overcoming it every day. Mm. Belief in self. Right. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, Dalvet, you got it. You know, you're so positive. You're No, that's an exercise. It's a daily exercise to fight the demons. Mm. You know, truth be told, like, I moved here from Atlanta six years ago, shut down my businesses, moved out here to do The Biggest Loser. That was 85% of my income. 95, 90% of my income. When that show was done, it's like, okay, now what do you now do? Now what do you do? How do you reinvent the that part of you? All right. Right? How do you, A, stay aware, B, be effective, C, pay the bills, keep the lights on, mm-hmm. eat? Yeah. Right? So I had to find a way, which I found a way, mm-hmm. to, to satisfy those answers and check those boxes. Are you ever frustrated by people who are not willing to make the sacrifices to change things in their life because it seems like you've been uh, so successful in doing that? Does that frustrate you? It doesn't frustrate me. What frustrates me is, you know, I guess in a way, I guess, yes. But what mostly frustrates me is excuses. All right. I don't like excuses. You know what I mean? Why? Why are you spending that much dialogue in your brain and energy to find a reason not to do it? Mm. That's a lot of energy. Now, I can't do that because, you know, it doesn't feel like that's a lot of energy you're feeding into negativity. We're like, okay, I, I don't know how to, but what if I called? Mm-hmm. Let me look up. Let me find a way. I don't like negativity. I It makes me itch. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, Lauren's really negative. That's why I'm itching that's right why now. You, that, see, that's exactly she's why a, you don't talk to her. Yeah, she's an itchy person. You know what? I'm going to do something now hmm. um, for everyone out there that's dealing with trying to lose weight and get healthy. I'm going to reveal the secret of how I did it. Okay. Right now. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Jason, you ready? Lauren, you ready? You listening? Yeah. Okay, you guys listen. I'm intrigued. New Egyptian intern dude. <laughs> <laughs> Moab? Yeah, Moab. 
Moab, Moab. You're the NED, the new Egyptian intern. Here it is. This is how I lost weight. I ate better and I exercised more. No. No. What well, I'm I'm gonna write that down. One more time. One more time. One more time. This is how I lost weight. For everybody out there that's that's, that's asking. I ate better hmm. and I exercised more. When I say exercise, I mean I found things that I like to do mm. that got my heart rate up. Mm. I rediscovered basketball. I rediscovered competitive stuff. I started walking. When I would be on the phone with people back home, mm -hmm. rather than just be on the phone with them on the couch, mm. I would get up and I would walk. I would walk while I was on the phone. With How much them. weight did you lose? I lost 140 pounds. How much weight did you lose? 140 pounds. That's, yeah, that's, that's how much I lost 140 pounds. So you mean to tell me you did two things to feel better? That's it? That's it. You exercised more and you made better choices. Exercise more, made better choices. So we started out saying, how is it that lawyers and doctors and people that are monetarily successful are still suffering with their weight? Mm-hmm. Too simple. Why are the simplest things the hardest things? It, it it's the thing is, when you listen to some of the stories, and obviously different people, genetics have have an easier time doing this. Some people are are, are a little thinner by mm -hmm, nature. Mm -hmm. When you listen to it, there's always reasons. I don't want to call them excuses because I don't want to go too hard on them just yet, but they are mm -hmm. reasons as to why people can't get it done. Mm. Sometimes, uh, you know, if if you've gained some weight after a pregnancy, now you're running around after kids and stuff like mm -hmm. that. You're eating what they eat. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you can't make the time that people feel like uh, is necessary to go work out and stuff like that. Major excuse. Major excuse. Why is that such an excuse? If you're a mother and you have kids, <clears throat> you wake up at a certain time to make sure your kids go to school. Mm -hmm. If you're working, not only do you put them in school, you go to work on time. Right. Not only while you're working and it's time to get off, you find time to not stay in that office, but to get in your car and drive back home. Sure. We find time for the things we care about, mm. right? Yeah. The most successful people in life plan ahead, right? Right. So then plan time for you. Taking care of you, that transformation became a very selfish thing. Yeah. And it's okay to be selfish. But you have to plan to be selfish within your 24-hour span. I got the kids. I got work. I got the husband. I got the wife. I got whatever you have. But then where's the me time? Mm -hmm. At what hour? Sorry, guys. Five to six, that's me time. Yeah. Even if it means going outside, going for a walk, putting in the headphones, having that conversation. Or does that mean, thank God, I get to chill, sit on the couch, and watch my favorite show? We all have time. Right. Right. It's what we do with our time that separates us from what we deem successful and what we deem unsuccessful. So then of the day, anybody can be successful in any area of their life. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. It's that yeah. simple. The reason why this is such a big deal to me is because had I not been able to conquer that, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Fact. Oh, we would be, but just in a different a different version of you. No, we wouldn't. I wouldn't have been here. Okay. I'm this this is what I'm this is what I mean to say. Two reasons why. I number know what you one, meant though. No, like number one is um I it, I've always viewed myself I have never not believed that I was competent, smart, mm -hmm. capable of doing the things that I want to do. Smart. Yeah. Never 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 not, never did I have any doubts about that myself. But there were times where I didn't want to be seen. Hmm. There were times where uh, the reason why I became a writer, the reason why I started writing is because it was a lot easier for me to write stuff, put it out there so people could get to my words and my thoughts without, without having to you. look at the package where mm -hmm. there was a there's a whole period where there are no pictures of me. The reason why I keep recycling this picture is because it's the only picture of me from that time that you allowed taken of you that I that I allowed someone to take. Mm -hmm. And this is cut off because this is me. My boy Ian mm -hmm. and my boy Brian. Mm -hmm. And Gino was like, Van, come on, man, get in the picture, mm -hmm. bro. Mm -hmm. I used to shower with the lights off. Why were you so ashamed of him? 
I was ashamed of him because he was ashamed of himself. I will, I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed of him now. I look back at that guy, I'm not ashamed of him now, but I'm ashamed that I ever allowed something that I could control to control me. Mm. And really, what, stop for a second. Say sure. that again. Say that again. You were ashamed. I'm ashamed to allow something that, that I could control, could have controlled, could have controlled control to you. control me. That's the only thing that I'm ashamed of. What happened to you that Sunday morning that you said, I want control back? What happened? Where was the I'm done and I'm ready? When did that happen? It, it happened in two ways. One. Um, what was her name? <laughs> one. It's not bad motivation. Uh, well, one. I was. Uh, uh, I was. Uh, I played a. You know, I, we always hooped, and I remember I came back home and I played a basketball game, and I ran up the court and I couldn't run up the court. Like not even once. I couldn't get up the court. I couldn't get up the court to play, and not only could I not get up the court, but. Uh, I my heart rate got so high that I had a panic attack and I was having very bad panic attacks at this point horrible panic attacks I was it, it just I got here to Los Angeles and I, there was a different air about things here I was on my own and I just wasn't happy and it took me a long time to get to that point you know what I mean I, I told a story earlier on in the podcast about I didn't even really know how much I weighed I had no clue. Well, you spent a, a long time ignoring stuff. Right. And so once, you know, and I, you know, I tell a story, I, I went to a couple of different places and weighed myself. And once I figured it out, I just decided to go ahead and do something about it. And the first thing I did was uh, I went to the gym and I just started working out a half hour a day. Hmm. Just half hour a day. But for me, the the main thing that I had to do, the first thing that I had to do was realized that I was going to be in that body for a little bit longer, that nothing was going to happen overnight. You accepted him I even accepted though you were working him. on him. I accepted him even though I, the first thing I did was take stock of all the things in my life that were great. Okay. I, I realized, I said, yo, I'm in Los Angeles. It's a place you always told you that I always told myself that. Uh, my career and my livelihood was going to happen here. Yo, you're in L.A. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the facts That's of life. life. So I, I had to do that first. Right, right. Um, and when I started to do that, the little small sacrifices that I had to make, mm -hmm. they didn't really seem like that big of a deal. Mm. And I started to get, like, after a while, you don't see people for a while, and then they start seeing that you're making a change. And when you accomplish something like that, mm. Like you said before, the rest of the people in your life look at you like you're a superhuman being. 100%. You know, it's interesting that you say and took the route that you took because what I heard you say was, I got fed up, but I still felt empowered. Yeah. I got fed up enough to do something about it, but I also looked at the positive of things. Right. You can't try to become better with a negative mindset. Right. Oftentimes, people associate working out as, as an activity, like, I have to go work out, mm -hmm. or I want to, as opposed to saying, I'm going to go do things that I like. Right. I'm going to just go have fun. I like playing ball. I like hanging out with my friends, who also likes playing ball. So you don't lose the joy out of taking care of you, mm -hmm. because then you'll always go back to, this is something I have to do, as opposed to something I want to do. Right. And that's key. Like anyone listening, anyone who's in your state, anyone who DM'd you, they have to realize that I got to love this. I don't like what I how I feel. I don't even like the person I'm looking at. But I love me. Mm. I love me enough to start doing something about this new me that I'm searching for. Right. Right. You got to have positive tools yeah. to lean on on darkness dark days right does that make sense i know a complete sense now when you start training people do you find that a lot of people come to you and they need that motivation or most of the people that come to train with you they have it they just need you to teach them techniques in order to get more fit i think it's a combination of both mm -hmm. i think honestly a hundred percent of the people out there know what to do there is too much saturated information on a daily basis in this world we live in, there's too much education out there, right and wrong. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. 
However, some of us are numb. Some of us hide. Some of us make, of us make excuses. So when people come to me for advice, they'll ask questions like, is McDonald's really that bad for me? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Can I, what if I, you know, right. uh, no, no, no diss to that, to them per right. se, but you know the answer before you even ask the question. All the time. 90% of the time, you know, the, now the tweaks here and there come into place so that I know consistently do more of this. Right. And then when I get involved in talking about eat this versus that and swapping your sweet tooth and those are a little bit more intricate details. What do you mean swapping your sweet tooth? Meaning oftentimes people, you can drink a sweet tea, mm -hmm. which has less sugar in it than drinking soda. Right. Right. You can freeze your yogurt put cinnamon and stevia in it mm -hmm. versus eating ice cream. Right. Swapping and knowing what to do and you still are like, okay, that is good without losing flavor. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, we're lucky to live out here in California because we have so many options. Which, we, which I did have, not only so many options, but we have options here and also the community here is a lot more... Yeah. Listen, conducive to, 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 to being healthy. You become a product of your environment. If you're back home in New Orleans, mm -hmm. the majority of people are eating fried foods and mm -hmm. things that are rich and heavy in um, calories right. and portions, mm -hmm. then you become a product of your environment. I mean, I lived in Atlanta for years, and even now when I go home to Atlanta, there's no good healthy breakfast place. Mm -hmm. That drives me crazy. Right. I can't go anywhere and be like, okay, I'm going to have a nice, healthy breakfast. Why are you serving me biscuits and gravy right. at 7 a.m. in the morning? I feel you. You feel me? Yeah. We're lucky. Well, you're, you're lucky. Let me tell you why you're lucky. You're lucky because when I go home, I'm going to call you out, <laughs> mama. <laughs> when I go home, I'm laying down. I get up. It's about 930. And I'm like, hmm. What's that smell? Pancakes. Uh, smells, no, 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 no. <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fried catfish. In the morning? In the morning. <laughs> Fried catfish in the morning and french fries. So baby, french fries I, in the morning? In the morning. So baby, I know how much you love fried catfish, and we've been keeping it. I, I, know, it, I know it's early, but whatever. <laughs> I'm like, Mama Van. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Mama, Mama Van, you I'm listening. Like, and then, and then it, let, let's say, and my mother runs a catering business down there. My mom is one of the best cooks that you will ever run across. Like my mother, go, I go, my mother goes, she's going to make me a salad, right? She's gonna make me a salad, okay? So she makes me a salad. She makes me this big ass ghetto ass bowl of salad, <laughs> beautiful with about, fried catfish in about it. About seven eggs, bacon, cheese. It's like, baby, that's healthy. Go ahead and eat that. I ain't nothing but some protein. Chill, chill, mom. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Love her to death, though. Oh, shout out to you. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you this. What is, what is it about today? that makes you keep the weight off um, because the most difficult thing that i find in my profession or the constant dialogue is i've lost the weight but somehow I, i've gained an extra 40 pounds i've gained 40 pounds back or i gained 50, or i gained it all back sure how is it that you've been able to maintain this guy is it this platform part of it is part that you're part, now being seen more than ever before part of it is i killed that dude like he's I, dead. He's gone. He's dead. How long has he been dead now? He's been that dead. That sounds so morbid, by the way. It is, but, <laughs> I, I'm, but, but I'm serious, though. I'm serious, though. He's, th th that guy's been dead about 10 years. Okay. So, so, and when I say that, what I mean is I didn't kill him because I am still fat. When I mean fat is mean I like to eat. I feel it. I, see, I smell the food. This is, I jog past this place <laughs> called Salt and Straw downtown you know look at maddie maddie jaw knows. to stop mm it like, everything we said i got the mm mm, off of salt and straw right, yes that place right. I, I love like, it i jog past this place called salt and straw and when i jog past all i see is a bunch of happy motherfuckers licking on ice cream cones and stuff like that as i'm jogging and right. i smell it and your mouth starts and watering my mouth starts watering right away and my and my, and my body says look man you're gonna burn probably about 600 calories Keep on going. this run you could probably have some salt and straw after the run and you can just wipe this run out, but I just run past it. And, and, and for me, once you have done something and you've made the necessary sacrifices to do them and you know what it takes, mm. a lot of people don't know what it takes to get to where they're going. But if you know what it takes, 
You know the steps. You know the steps. Right. You know how to maintain it. Right. Even if I go a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and I get a little fluffy, I know how to get it off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what it takes. Now it's up to you. Mm-hmm. And there, there are also strategies, by the way, that I enlisted to make sure I don't gain the weight back. He has strategies. I do have strategies. One strategy to not regaining weight is, and you know, you guys take this for what it's worth, whenever I'm at home, mm-hmm. I'm naked. Whenever strategy. I am in I my- I don't need that visual, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a good strategy. Whenever I am in my apartment and when I am home, the first thing I do when I get home- Take off everything. Take it off and chill. And you look at that guy. I'll, and, and I- Constantly, I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> I constantly see an image of me right. that I can't dress up. The real me. The real you. Raw. The real me. And by the way, you guys, the real me, because I lost so much weight. He's all right. It's all right. He's all right. The real me is cool. The real me has war wounds from this. Okay. There are stretch marks, okay. guys. Okay. In places, there are there is loose skin. Okay. Guess what? Yeah. I feel fantastic. Okay, let me let me say something real quick. I've had conversations with people who have lost as much or more weight with you. Mm-hmm. That those scars and those stretch marks and that loose skin is something that is so visually painful to them. Mm-hmm. The difference between talking to them and talking to you is that you truly love the skin you're in, pun intended, Mm -hmm. and just love the person you are. Even though that guy is big, I think there was some work in him, meaning that self-love in him, Mm -hmm. that spilled over into this new guy. So my advice to everyone listening who DM'd you, who might be going through whatever, again, there's five components of health. Mental, spiritual, physical, emotional, and social. Five components. Mm. You have to take care of, before even physical, the first four. (laughs) First and foremost. Like, you have to be healthy here before you can ever be healthy here. Word. You feel me? Yeah. And that, to me, is key in a big, big way. Because you could easily be the guy who gets butt naked, who gets home like, man, what's the point? I'm done. Yeah. Or like, yo, I worked hard for this. This is me. I got to love me or leave me alone mm-hmm. or love me or not take care of me. I'm going to love me. Right. Right? Yeah. Self-love. That is the ultimate supplement, vitamin, <laughs> weight loss system that you could take. Right. Period. Point blank. And I put my entire career on that. Yeah. And do you feel like you you have to cultivate cultivate that in people who don't have it or do you find a way to help them access it? Do, do, is that something that you build like a muscle or is that something you have to kind of pull out yeah. of someone? That was the first question you asked me. Yeah. Like what is your style of helping someone? I say I work out their mind. Right? Mm-hmm. The, we had a saying on the show the tears are heavier than the pounds. Wow. Right? Yeah. The emotion that comes along with it is much heavier. So if I could show you how to love you First and foremost, despite me, because my job isn't to, you're going to need me for the rest of your life. I want you to become me, meaning, and that's not a place of arrogance as much as it is. I'm someone who wakes up every morning and says, how are you going to take care of yourself today? Mm. What are you going to do? You know, how are you going to become better than yesterday? Mm -hmm. Read a book, have the dopest conversation, help someone, get help from someone. Like everything I do live and breathe is like, oh my God, it's some level of stimulation. It yeah. has to happen. Right. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 of course. It has to happen. It's not just, oh, you're the push-up guy. I actually don't even want to talk about working out. Right. I want to talk about business and the growth thereof. I want to talk about family. I want to talk about God. I want to talk about things that matter to make my brain go, now you're getting better. Right. Right? Now you graduated today. Go back to school. Now you go back to school. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can start doing those things, you're gonna be all right. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be fine. You like in my crew, my crew, first of all, let me tell you a little bit about my crew from Baton Rouge. You got a team, you got this a team. My crew. This is my, no, no, no. This is my the guys I came up with. Okay. Okay. Player proof crew. Shout out to them. That's what we called ourselves. <laughs> The player proof crew. That is, by the way, if y'all listening, crew, that is not a corny name at all. That's, That's not corny, man. Dope. We, we, man, <laughs> we are a player proof crew. 1986. Ian, <laughs> Ian Gino, 
Ryan, Brian, and Trey. Uh, the squad. The squad. Yeah, Let me tell you something about these brothers. Five, six dudes, if you take me out, average weight, hmm. average height, about six foot two, average weight, about 165 pounds. Hmm. Skinny. Everyone totally skinny. Tall and lean. Tall and lean. <laughs> All of them. Okay. All of those guys and then me. Okay. So two things happened because of that crew, because of these, this, this, this weird support system I had. Number one, I heard every fat joke that you could hear. Of course you did. Boys I are going to be boys. every fat joke that you could hear. I remember I used to get hit for no reason. One day we was driving to Memphis, and we was trying to think of how many girls we could fit in the car. And Gino goes, okay, so normally the car would fit, I think, four girls in the back, but we're going to have Van. That means we can get him and one toddler. Oh, no. And I just remember thinking, yo, why, Gino? Like, like so I, I, just, I, I just remember thinking, we're all going to have a good time. Like, That's why? so cold. Like, so like, 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 why, why did you do that? your boys. Because they my jab boys. you, right? They're my boys. And right? by the way, they also got tired of hearing me complain about something and not do anything about mm. it. They got tired of hearing me being like, yo, man, if I could just do this, if I could just do that, if I, whatever, whatever. I remember one time, I was, this was my, this was, I had two different meals that I would get. These were called power meals. Mm. I would go to McDonald's and I would get a number four supersize. That's a, a, a double quarter pounder meal supersize, right? Um, but on the way home, because I couldn't wait to eat, I would get a 20 piece McNugget. So I would get 20 nuggets. Am I the only one tripping off of this right now? I, I, would get, I would get 20 nuggets, okay? And then on the way home, I would get, uh, I, I would, on the way when I got home, I would eat the, uh, the, 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 the. Power meal part one. Power, the power meal part two. The, right. The, the, um, the, the burger. Right. And I just remember <laughs> my homie, my homie Ryan was like, fam. <laughs> he was like, because I remember he, the worst thing you could do right there was ask for any food. You were not getting any food. It's like, Van, you get, can I have a couple nuggets? No. No, nigga. It's, it's my, my nuggets. <laughs> it's my nuggets. He's like, he's like, do you realize? By the way, that's a t-shirt. This is my nuggets. It's my nuggets. It's like, he's like, my boy Ryan, looked, he's like, do you realize how much food you about to eat, my nigga? He was like, you're about to eat 20 nuggets with ranch. And then you're about to eat all of this. He's like, Van, how do you feel like you're going to live like this going forward? Like, how long do you think this is going to last? So they would call you out. Absolutely. And so I think that whereas other people, and I say all that to say this, I think that whereas other people have enablers, enablers, mm. I never really had that. Mm. I didn't have enablers. And I didn't have anybody I could necessarily work out with, which is mm. very important. Mm -hmm. One thing I'm about to get to now is the support system that you're going to need to make this happen. Well, that's the social piece of health. The social piece of health. Yes. Um, but not having enablers is very important, but it's more important to have people that enable you to do the right things. Let me say this real quick. When we grow up and we go to elementary school and then middle school and then high school and then college, and once college is done, you walk away, you find a woman of your dreams, you get married, you have the job you're supposed to have, that is your life. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, because that is the story and or the timeline, we stop learning and or have a desire to keep going and learning, right. right? It is important that you constantly want to improve. And the only way you can truly improve is by surrounding yourself with people that are probably in a better position in life than you. Right. If you find yourself around, if I'm asking, yo, man, what you up to, man? What you, what you, what you doing? Mm. Nothing, just chilling. If that's my constant friend, yeah. then I'm going to always be chilling. Right. You yeah. follow what I'm saying? Yeah. The fact that you were able to surround yourself with boys that gave you shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just kind of, you know, made you laugh with them, observing and you kind of woke up one day, you knew you had a positive crew with you, mm -hmm. that you could have the tools and not have enablers and not have people to pull you down because they were already down. Be careful who you put yourself Put, put into your life right that is the only way you're gonna be like truly 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 get better and also remember because I also I got a lot of stuff from a lot of couples and um, or people in relationships and they would say listen I'm trying to do this but my significant other isn't 
I get it all the time. And like I'm, I, I'm trying to lose weight, but my husband or my wife isn't. Ain't nothing so, wrong with that. You can have two more pieces, right? And so also, it's like it's very difficult for me to to eat healthy when uh, there's cookies and cakes in the in the freezer, uh, all over the place like that, because my husband still eats them. Mm-hmm. There is circle building that you're going to have to do, like you were just saying, mm. whenever you're going to accomplish it. Sometimes you have to not think about the circle you're in, but sure. think about the circle you want. When you want when you want to be around those more successful people, they might not be readily accessible to you. Mm-hmm. You have to go out and you have to find them. When I started getting in gyms, you know what started to happen? Mm. I started seeing the same people every day. Mm-hmm. Building a camaraderie. Building a camaraderie. Building a dialogue. Building a dialogue yeah, with people in the gym. That's how you win. The first, that's how you win. The first guest we had on this podcast was mm. one of my closest friends out here in Los Angeles. His name is Tay Diggs. I met Tay Diggs at LA Fitness Hollywood. Okay. I met Tay Diggs, and I'd already lost weight by this point, but these are relationships that I built from going to the gym every single day. Consistently. Every single day. Yeah. You will build a new, the people in your workout class, the mm-hmm. people in your Pilates class, these will be new friends that you can have. Mm-hmm. These will be like-minded friends. These will be friends that will push you. These will be, when we out there competing and we playing basketball or whatever, we're out there every single day, same guys, arguing, laughing, getting better, getting fitter, you know what I'm saying? Exchanging things, making friends. It's just it's a nut socially, you have to kind of build that sometimes. Well, was it what did Jay say? The the walls got bigger, the the the, the castles get some something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, lifetime season a reason. Right. right. At the end of the day, it's like as you get successful, you're gonna lose some people along the wayside because they are just gonna be where they are. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My father had a saying, this is a big phrase, which says a man's behavior will never exceed the circumference of his understanding. Mm. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. A man's behavior will never exceed the circumference of his understanding. So I'm only going to behave within the circle I put myself in. Right. But as I expand, I'm going to behave differently. You follow what I'm saying? Right. So as you change and you make those changes, you you can't go back and, and, and roll with the same people who aren't moving. Right. Be it as be whoever it is. Yeah, you cannot. And, and I don't know. Like we have a lot of snacks here in the office. Snack Central. We have snacks all over the place. Mm-hmm. Sna- we have snacks all over the place. In what the you office. over there eating, Egyptian? Yeah. <laughs> He's fa- oh, oh Ramadan. Ramadan. Oh, my brother. Oh, Ramadan. I love it. Right. So, I love it. So we have snacks all over the place, and we also have like free food on Friday, and they give out. All the things that they give out here at TMZ to pass five people to make sure that they gain a couple of pounds so that they don't try to go out and do anything else. Um, now, <laughs> now, um, I like being the guy who doesn't go to free food. You guys know it. I like being the guy who doesn't go about it. Well, you've thing. embraced this whole I'm a stand out thing. I've embraced it. And you've kind of mastered and it. And what I'm point. trying to get right now is for everyone to see that Inside of you, the person that you're nurturing for yourself is the person that's going to feed you and feed the ones around you. If you can make the sacrifice, if you're in that relationship, right, where your husband or your wife, your partner, whoever, right, Mm. if they don't want to go on the journey to health with you at first, Mm. they will when you're 20 pounds down. When you're when 30 pounds change. down. Hopefully. When they hopefully. Hopefully. When they see the change, when they see that, you know, things are better for you, that you have more energy, that you can go out this, that your sex drive mm-hmm. is higher, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you're shopping different. Man, one thing that used to bother me mm-hmm. was shopping. Of course. I shopping sucked for me. I used to go into the big and tall store, sure. pull whatever off the shelf, right. and then sneak away. Now I pop in these places just to try Doing to close good. on, man. Yeah, man. Just it's to see how dope. they look. It's just dope. Well, I, I, sell, I say to people all the time, like, if you're going to lose weight, your home has to lose weight. Exactly. You can't do it by yourself. Like, you have to sort of, and what, is, what does that mean? Tool number one, everyone's sitting around the TV. Turn the TV off. Let's go outside. Let's get our bikes. Let's go for a family ride. You follow what I'm saying? That's fun. Make Sunday, make Sunday the day that's not only, if you go to church, go to church, but you're also active. Mm-hmm. Make it is. Make it be a movement family, not just I'm going to go do this for me. Somebody has to take that lead, be it the wife, be it the husband, 
whatever it is, somebody has to take that lead point blank period. Right. Do you feel like these are specifically problems that we need to address within the black community? Without a doubt. We need to get healthier. Without a doubt. What, 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 what sort of, what strategies do you feel like we can employ to make brothers and sisters inside the community realize just how important health is to them? Be okay with being a weirdo. I love that. Mm-hmm. I have absolutes, right? right. You got to create absolutes. And meaning, for example, my absolute is I absolutely will not eat bread at dinner. That's the first thing they give you when you go to the dinner table, mm-hmm. right? right? Here, have this. And I'm the weirdo. Like, mm-hmm. why aren't you eating bread, bro? No, no, I'm good. Right. Because I know how my body would respond to that, and I want to create some kind of discipline to stand out. You know right? what my absolute well, my absolute is? What? I don't drink calories. You don't drink calories? I don't drink calories. Does anybody calories. else in here have absolutes in this I room? Don't, I don't drink or calories. Or could create one? I drink Are we the only water. ones? Yep. I don't drink, I don't drink calories. So that's a beautiful thing. I, that's it. That like that's a that's a steadfast rule. Mm-hmm. I know that everybody's out there. It, 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 when you once you bust the craving, mm. it's gone. But how I, do you know what like like when you ask that? In my mind, I'm thinking like I don't even know what my absolute should be because I don't know like health wise what I would even want to work. Like you know what I'm saying? Like how do you develop the absolute to know you absolutely don't need that or don't want to do it? I think it's something that you pay attention to that you constantly lean on, right? What is it that you feel most comfortable doing and make that your absolute? So you comfortably, unconsciously like, oh my God, is that, are those Hershey kisses? You know what I mean? And you grab them, right? Or, you know, you go out for a drink. Can I get an apple martini? If that's your thing. Yeah, I was just thinking. You know what it is. Yeah. What is it? Uh, too much Hennessy. Too much Hennessy? Yeah, I don't need to drink now, I will that. say this. I did drink some Crown. Yesterday, say, you were yeah, yeah, but I just feel like I when I go, he, drank, he drank his calories. I drank, so and I've seen you. Calories. I've seen you at the. I seen you at the. Uh, what bar we was at that one time? Chill out. Chill, okay, <laughs> you know the one. You know, the one. <laughs> you know we were like, on something. Socially, you don't even realize it, but like I had a friend call me. She was like, every time we go somewhere, you have to have a drink. You can't ever just like get one. There I'm it like, is. That's what your. Mean? Like, if you I like have to have something, right? It should become your absolute. Now, mind you, I, look, and I'm. I'm I'm not saying be perfect. There's no such thing as be perfect. Sure. But what it is is that, you know what? Tonight I'm going to chill and I'm not going to do I'm Tonight I'm, I'm kicking in my absolute. I'm not going to have Hennessy tonight. Right? Or I'm going to take 30 days off and not drink a Hennessy. I'm going to tell y'all and you know, kind of mess with your girls. Watch and see. You got to start. I guinea pick the hell out of myself. You feel what I'm saying? So for me, it's like last April... I became a vegan for 30 days. I, I love red meat. Right. I love meat, bro. Right. You know, feel what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a paleo diet. Pause like a mother. <laughs> hey, man. Pause, pause, pause. Right? So for me, steak. I'm talking about steak. All right. Okay? All right. Lamb. All right. All right. <laughs> that said, I gave myself 30 days mm-hmm. to just test it. Mm-hmm. And I love challenging myself in that fashion. Like, all right, what are you going to do this year? What are you going to do this month? How are you going to... And that's how you stay sharp, and that's how you tweak. Like, I have a fear of heights. Yeah. Right? I jumped out of, I've repelled out of eight helicopters. Yeah. Eight of them. My nigga, you can have that, though. I know. I know. But I did it just to kind of, I can't, I can't tell people, go all the way and fearless and try, if I don't challenge myself. So I purposely do things that I know I'm afraid of. And just to talk from an authentic space. I feel you. You, you want to jump out of a helicopter with me next nah, time? I got something lined up. You, you no, say something? No, you're, you're good. Like, like that, 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 that's for you. I think, though, I, listen, I think another thing is. But I wanted to touch on that black community. Sure, go thing. for go it. Ahead. No, no, go, no, no. You go for it. You go, go for it because I, I want to get that answer. Um, you asked me in specifically with the black community. Yeah, specifically uh, with On this. things that we could do. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because. We probably, as a community, have the highest percentage of type 2 diabetes of any ethnicity out there. And it has a lot to do with our eating and our access to the way we Lowry season and salt up everything that we, that we put, our, put in our food. Right. I think, again, if we create absolutes and... We be and we become okay with movement, not just athletes, Mm -hmm. but going to the gym, grouping together as a community, 
and walking and making conscious decisions, it's only two simple things. Move more, eat better. Move more, eat better. That guy became this guy because he made up his mind to do two things. So pick days, pick three days out of the week that are clean days that you can eat better. And you mm -hmm. say, I'm gonna reduce the salt today. Right. I'm gonna drink more water today. I'm gonna put the macaroni and cheese away. Right. Or whatever it is, right. those are three days. And on those three days, be it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, be it Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever those three days are, as a community, I beg you, move on those days, eat better in those days. Not only will you sleep better, feel lighter, but the things you tend to ignore, like your stomach, your pancreas, your liver, mm -hmm. will start to heal slowly. Right. They, they, listen, I remember, like, I got up this past Sunday and I ran, right? When I run, I do a five-mile run, okay? I do a five-mile run. Um, it takes me about 45 minutes, five-mile run. There was a point where that was a fucking pipe dream. Mm. Like, Just an idea. Like, like it, it was, I was uh, people would be like, yo, People would be like, I'm going to go on a 30-minute run. I'd be like, you run for 30 minutes straight without stopping? Even early on when I was when I was hooping, when I got back, even I still couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to tell if you give yourself the opportunity to change, you will. In order to change, you got to change. In, in, or you, if you give yourself the chance Fact. to change, if you give yourself the chance to build good habits, you will build good habits. And somebody has to be strong. There has to be one leader in the community, in the house. It starts with the house, to be honest with you. Yeah. Be it the husband, be it the wife, somebody has to be the movement ambassador. Right. Somebody has to say, turn the TV off, we're going outside. Right. Somebody has to park the car at the park and play a game outside, right. do something. Someone has to be the leader. And guess what, guys? I'm glad we had so much fun. This is gonna happen every Wednesday from now on at seven o'clock. But mom, my favorite show, record it. Yeah. Don't care. Right. As a family, we're moving. Right. It is important that the mom, who is a single mom with two kids, takes her kids outside and move. Right. The only excuse you have is the one you make. It's true. Somebody has to be the ambassador of movement. And uh, for a lot of people that, that, that got in my DMs, and first of all, I, I really do want to thank everyone uh, for telling some of the stories that they told to me because some of the stories that people told to me um, reminded me so much of the situation that hmm. I was in. They reminded me so much of, course. of somebody that didn't think um, that there was a way out of their own body, True. that couldn't see it. True. Couldn't see the end of it. I'm writing a book about health, and mm. the book that I'm writing actually has nothing to do with losing weight. It has to do with the things in your life that get better once you do. Okay. Because I think that if you can get people to see um, what things are like on the other side of it sometimes, mm. maybe you can motivate them to go through the trials and tribulations that they, they, uh, that they have to go through. I will say this, though. I would ask some people that want to accomplish anything, right? Anything that you want to accomplish that you don't seem to be able to quite do, one question I would ask them is, what areas in your life are you challenging yourself? And what I mean by that is, if there's one specific thing that you can't get done, mm. what other successes are you having? And think about why you can take why you can succeed here but not there because I think for a lot of people So you lean on your successes what you're saying not no, challenge that you're having no, but what, where are you successful? Well no what I'm saying is are you challenging yourself? Mm. Are you at a point in your life where you're completely complacent and there's really not any point any arena in your being where you're stepping outside of yourself? I think if a lot of people start to ask themselves the question am I trying to get better at something? Sure. Not, I'm not, not am I trying to get through the day at work? Sure. Like when I'm running, I'm trying to bring my times down. When, okay. I'm, when, I'm, when I'm outside of here, I'm trying to get things accomplished. I'm trying to build new structures. I'm right. trying to meet new people. I'm right. trying to go new place. I'm right. trying to do new things. Right. You know what I mean? I'm doing, I'm like, I'm waking up in the morning and before, 
before 9 a.m., I got to have 200 push-ups done. Okay. Before I go to sleep, I got to have 450 done. And I'm trying to increase that number. I'm trying to get better. Doesn't mean be that it's better than yesterday. Be better be, than the day before. Right. So, right? And, 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 pe- and, and there are people that are doing those things, and then there are people who aren't. And if you're not, this is a fantastic place to start mm-hmm. because this is a place, unlike at your job mm-hmm. or unlike anywhere else, this is a place where if you put it in, you're going to go to that scale and it's going to be lower. And you are going to feel a feeling of accomplishment. You're going to feel, even if it's two pounds lower. He makes me want to do push-ups right now. No, I'm just saying, like, like, I'm telling you, once it starts happening, bro, once you go there and you start happening, and once people start seeing you losing weight, and once it starts, it's addictive. I, I know. And I, I know, of course <laughs> you know. And, like, it, it's just, I'm so desperate to get people to that jumping off point, man, that part where they, they, they can start it. I love telling this story. A friend of mine would come home from school, and she told me this story. I think I've actually read it in a magazine. Then we talked about it after I read the article. Her father would say to her and her brother, so, tell me about your day. And this, elementary school, wherever it is. He said, yeah, yeah, but what did you fail at? I'm like, excuse me? Mm. What did you fail at doing? Oh, you get this, you did this. And then they would have this open dialogue about what they failed. And the challenge was, I know what you're good at and what you did and how much fun you had, but what did you try to do that you knew you weren't good at, but you tried anyway? He cared more about and started tweaking their mind. What did you go after and try to get better at? Mm. And that's essentially what you're saying. That's the same thing, yeah. I'm not good at pull-ups. I'm not good at push-ups. I'm not good at running. I'm not good at what I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. Then work on it. Yep. And be okay with today. I said, when, when You and I are just talking about this for the first time, and something that popped out in my mind that you said that was key, I just spent 30 days every day in the gym. 30 minutes, rather. Mm-hmm. Just 30 minutes every day in the gym. A yeah. little bit of time. A little bit of time. You could do anything in 30 minutes. It's, uh, it's all I could really do. But it was, and it was, that's okay. It was a mental exercise. It's all right. I could really do. Hit, hit the heavy and bag for 15 minutes. And you did what you could do, but the key word is did. I did right. something. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it. I didn't talk about it. I didn't wish about it. I wasn't the guy my boys were making fun of. I'm sick and tired of you saying, if only I could, mm-hmm. without actually putting action to your words. Right. So that's the key, right? That's the, that's the level of motivation you're asking your listeners yeah, what to I'm, commit well, to. Listen, listen. What I'm asking them... What I'm asking people to do, all the people that were in my in, in my DMs, I'm asking you to give yourself a chance. And there, when I and I'm and I'm promising you one thing right now, that there isn't a magic bullet. Mm. There's 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 no magic bullet. I, I wish that right now there there are strategies that work for me. I drink a gallon of water a day. Good. The reason why I drink a gallon of water a day, first of all, that's hard. Okay. Yeah, that, that, but that, it's effective. It's, it's hard, but it's very effective. Mm. It, if you, if to me, if I were to give one, if I were to give one weight weight loss tip or one tip about keeping weight off, I would say drink a gallon of water a day. Number one, it naturally makes you feel satiated. You you, you don't want to eat as much. If you drink it, especially right before you eat, you're gonna want to eat less. And also, the challenge of doing it every single day is just part of a regimen. Yep. Yeah, it's taxing. Mm-hmm. It's like. I get I get more steps out of the day. I move more, mm. running back and forth to go take a piss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like it, it, it keeps your body moving mm-hmm. and stuff and, like that. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I I, I'll, I I say all that to say that um, there is no one specific thing that anyone's going to give you. There's no one diet. There's no one. Uh, exercise method. You can do P90X, all, all of these other things you, that you can do. You can do all of those things. You know what I mean? On Sunday, I don't even work out. I, I, like, I walk for three hours. Mm. I walk for three hours. Like, I walk for three hours. One day, I walked from downtown LA all the way to the beach in Santa Monica. That's a lot of walking. I will never do it again. By the way, that wasn't three hours. That was I, a lot that more was than three six hours. hours. That had to be. I was like, like, I would, like that was six hours. I'll never do it again. By the way. Did you Uber I, back home? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do six and six. It wasn't a 12-hour day. Check this out. It wasn't a 12-hour day. We walked out there. I like We Ubered back, okay? And like there was a point where that fucked my whole month up. Like it, my well, you were in pain. Oh my god! I used to do that type of thing all the she time like, as a kid. My, like my, at the end of the my, day, my, it's like the weirdo kicked in, right? And that's yeah. okay. That's okay. It's like 
that's okay. Right. <laughs> I love the fact that you did that. Maybe you'll never do it again, but you can sit back and be like, that was weird as hell, and I did it. You know what I mean? Like, right. that, that's, that's okay, man. It, it, it was something that wanted to try, did it, but my thing is, it was a sublime experience. Well, you separate the person from the project. That was a project. You didn't let your mind or you or anything get in the way. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Weird as hell. Right. But you separate it. Right. So, so uh, for me, in, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're willing to compete with yourself, mm. if you're willing to, to because we compete um, with, with each other so innately, so innately, like especially as men, especially as, as women, as just as in a men, competitive and we, atmosphere, we, we compete with each other. If you're willing to compete with yourself, uh, it's um, it's uh, it, it, it'll really benefit you. For people that are asking these questions, mm. some actual information from your brain. What's the best exercise for someone who's looking to attain a beginner's level of fitness? If you're going to prescribe one exercise or one regiment for somebody who's just trying to get into it, one thing that people can do, maybe without even joining the gym, without even, what would you say that they needed to do? Is there any one thing? I would say walk from downtown L.A. to Santa Monica. <laughs> that by far will get you in such good shape. Um, walk. Mm. Walk. You got two feet, some pair of sneakers. Walk. Yeah. Find some hills in your neighborhood. Do yeah. some lunges, do some squats every quarter mile. Just walk. Get yeah. outside and move. Yeah. If you got a bike, ride your bike. Yeah. It's not that hard yeah. to walk. It, it's it's even like, just commit to a time. Right now I have a Fitbit, right? It's three forty six. What's wrong with your Apple Watch? I mean, I, I I mean, I'm not balling like you. I mean, I'm not I wasn't on the biggest loser, you know what I'm saying? Oh, they gave this to me for free. I see see what I'm saying? See how <laughs> dudes shine on you? We was just sharing everything and now he's stunting on me. <laughs> Um, Back to your Fitbit. I have a Fitbit. Right. Uh, it just little things like that, little investments into yourself, mm -hmm. little investments into yourself um, that that that'll help you out and just just keep you moving, keep you moving. Um, so I know you got to run. This is the last thing that 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 I'll ask you. Mm. Uh, you've obviously trained a lot of famous people. Mm -hmm. You've dealt with them. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you think at all that the perfection uh, that people see out of celebrities, um, that the, the, the Brad Pitts and the Boris Kojos mm -hmm. and all of these mm -hmm. people like that, mm -hmm. do you feel like that makes it harder for people to actually be healthier because they're looking at something that doesn't seem attainable? Meaning, if your goal is to be somebody that's on the cover of the magazine, mm -hmm how it, it seems so far out there you don't think you can do it that maybe you don't start do you think that we worship celebrity too much i know I, that's a cumbersome way to ask that question do you think that we worship celebrity too much when it comes to our health and our body image i think we worship celebrity just in general right of course i don't know if it's a health and body it is a health and body image to some degree um but we always aspire to be more like the people we look that we follow every day or we watch every day, right? I think it's just human nature. Mm -hmm. um, is your question, is it unhealthy for someone to try to Basically. be like a celebrity? Yeah. Is it unhealthy for people to aspire to be like the celebrities health-wise, fitness-wise? It's unhealthy for you to want to be like another human being, period. Mm. It's just unhealthy. You are who you are. If you don't see your own special, you never will. Right. If my whole mindset is I want to be just like Denzel, then I'll never be like Dalvet. Mm. I want to be a better version of me. And that doesn't necessarily mean chasing what I see, but becoming who I can be. Right. That was a corny way of putting it. But you understand what I'm I saying. Feel what you're saying. Yeah. You feel me like I want I just want to improve me. How can I get better? What can I do? But if I'm so distracted by what I'm watching, I'll never see myself. All right. I just got to I got to see me from the inside out and improve and tweak me all the time not mm. be distracted by the tv mm. Dovet, uh plug something plug something um what am i plugging i'm plugging uh empowered in paradise mm. what's that empowered in paradise i'm doing wellness retreats i've done punta cana Mm -hmm. I've done Playa del Carmen in Mexico, Punta Cana in Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. I have um, Bali coming up in September. 
And what happens on these wellness retreats? It's empowerment finding yourself you know it's it's more or less all the work that i did on biggest loser i'm now doing it in a in an environment we're on a beach and you are plugging into those five health elements mm. being socially healthy mentally healthy physically healthy emotional healthy and spiritual healthy right. how do i unplug my phone and really once I leave that place, become a better version of myself. Mm. Now, when you go on these retreats and people come to them, I'm assuming a lot of people come to these retreats. Mm -hmm. When they, when all these people go to these re retreats, my question is, do they plug into each other? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you see that happen? I'm just saying. There's a social element. Where There's a social connect. element. They, they fucking. They, no, no, no. Yo, go no, to Dolvet's no. wellness <laughs> retreat. You're going to get some ass. You're going to get Spiritual he took it to ass. a special. Y'all gonna lose weight together. Place. I'm telling you. Um, recent partnership with Under Armour. I'm very proud to be um, part of their fitness endeavors. Um, nice. Matter of fact, this week, Thursday at UCLA oh, Open sweet. Field, everyone's welcome to come for a workout with yours truly and some other notable people um, with the Under Armour umbrella. So nice. come out to UCLA, support that. Really give happy. Me a, give us a date on that though. Uh, Thursday. June, what's today's date? June 7th, 12 o'clock. Shout out to Dove. 12 to 5. When his own shit is. <laughs> Make sure you guys come out. That's going to be amazing right here in Los Angeles at UCLA. Um, work out the doubt. The book is coming soon. Mm -hmm. uh, podcast coming soon. Mm. Um, uh, that's it. That's it. Listen. Some TV shows right now. Go, go. We're going to run. I, I wanted to say this before we go. Yeah. Every single person that has reached out to me, I want you to know this. I care about you. Thank you, brother. Every single person that took the time to explain their story to me, there were a lot of DMs, and yep. I'm still trying to get back to them. Yep. Everyone that can hear my voice that's going through this, wherever you're going through this, I fucking care, man. And of all the things that we discuss, some of these things that we talk about are things in society that divide us. Some of the things that we talk about uh, are, are things socially that push us apart. This issue of feeling better about yourself, feeling empowered about who you are, and feeling, about, and feeling good about putting your best foot forward in society is something that all of us together in some kind of way can understand. And it's brothers like uh, Dovet, is, is people like me who are here to be used as tools to help you guys get through it. But I'll say this, you have got to want it for yourself. You got to want it for yourself as much as I want it for you. I always say this, that your attitude determines your altitude, mm. right? If I got the right attitude, all that other stuff that you mentioned, political differences, social differences, that will become so minuscule in your world because your attitude is so positive, you're so enlightened, you're so aware that happiness is more relevant in your life than anger, than pain, than fear, right? Mm -hmm. Be that person that you're describing, I will say to your listeners, be someone who cares enough to care for themselves and it will open up a whole new world to you. All right, all right, we're about to get out of here. Before we leave, though, I wanted to let you know something, Dovet. Maddie's been married for a long time. Mm. Oh. His, his wife allows him to cheat. Really? Yeah, but only with black women. Cheat with black women. Yeah, so give it up for Chocolate Maddie right there. Remember when he was talking about, remember we was talking about mm. earlier when he said Hawaii has the finest chocolate? That's what he was talking about. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow.